This is Real Disciples Podcast 9. <laughs> oh, yes. And I'm here with Kenny and uh, Kyle and uh, a very special podcast because uh, these two uh, gentlemen, let's put it that way. Let's start, <laughs> let's start as we mean to go on. These like two that. gentlemen oh, yeah. are the first uh, men to get saved under uh, the ministry. Obviously, I took over the church. There was eight people, three men in the church, but these were the first guys that came in and got saved under uh, when I came here. I think I met Kenny probably a couple of weeks after being here as the past i think my second outreach That's if crazy. it wasn't my first it was my second oh, yeah. outreach and so yeah and so this is very exciting 10 years on and so let's just start with you kenny um yeah. when did i meet you when did i well, yeah, i mean it was it must have been it was 2007 yeah 2007. and so just tell us how i met you how what, what what happened there um i was working in arden and hobbs in Crafty junction which yeah. is now Devonhams, i believe um and I was on my lunch break, I think, and I was standing outside with my friend, just outside the Foot Locker, mm. which is a JD Sports now, um, just on a lunch break. And I think, yeah, me and my friend was walking around and I remember seeing you. I can't remember, I think some other people down outreach, maybe Roger or Sister Frank, I can't remember. Yeah, it would have been a, a, very, a very small amount. Maybe but if I remember, five, four, four or five of us. Yeah, well, I think in my, like, my view, I think I remember there was a few people scattered mm. around, not a lot of people. Mm. Mm. But um, I can't remember like the initial, like us, what I'm going to speak to you, but mm. I just remember having the conversation with you that day, yeah. Okay, and so I invited you to church. Yeah. I, I remember when I was talking to you, I always say this to people, I remember talking to you and um, every couple of minutes, someone was stopping him. All right, blood, yeah, what's going on? Every couple of seconds, yeah, yeah. and in my head... <laughs> This guy knows so many people. This would be a good guy to bring into the church. Mm. And so I remember praying. I said, God, save this guy, man. And and as I was praying, you know, it's, it's, this sounds crazy. No, well, it's not. We believe in God speaking, so it doesn't sound crazy. So I remember saying to you, bro, you're about to get involved in something. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's very serious. And your life is going to go in one or two directions. Either it's going to go really bad <laughs> I remember, or yeah. it's going to go really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, tell, when I said that, what did you feel? It was funny, right? Because I think we was talking for a bit. And then mm. when you said that, it kind of threw me off. Because obviously I was going through something at that time. Mm. That was literally what you were saying. It couldn't have been, it wasn't like a vague or vast statement. It was like something that hit the nail on the head for me. And I was like, nah, this seems like juju, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's casting yeah. a spell on me on the road. No, no, no. <laughs> no juju, man. That's your, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but so. I was like... No, I was like, do you know what? No, that's crazy. And I think, you know, because I've, I, like, stereotypically Africans, the household's like, is a very Christian. Mm. You come from Christian background. But, you know, looking back, I would definitely say I was not a Christian at all. Yeah. But I had, like, respect for God and everything that was God. But, um, so I stopped, I spoke to you, and, you know, I was, I, I was listening, I was engaging, and I thought I was, like, a good person. That's what I used to always go by. Mm. But, um, out of everything that was said before, when you said that, that's what hit home with me. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Because when I was talking to you, it was like, yeah, 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 yeah. he's just here. In a minute, he's going to go. And when, it, when I said that, your <laughs> eyes went big. Yeah, yeah I remember. And, and you actually said, take my number. Yeah, 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 yeah. You went, take my number. That's mad. It's crazy. Take, take my remember, number. Yes. At that point, you went, take my number. Yeah. Call me. 
and then obviously that's how the relationship began yeah yeah, yeah. um and so uh right. and then you came to i came to um the revival with like, jamil with pastor jamil yeah At Charlesbury. yeah the Charlesbury center i yeah. brought one of my friends but actually that day but um i remember as well he gave me a word that day as well i remember and it was it was kind of empty but um it was just weird because again anything that i had known i can't remember what day it was on it might have been it might have been the last day of revival, the second day of revival. And um, anyone It was, it was that, the last it day. It was the last day, right? Because that would have been about, that would have been about at least maybe one or two, three months after we met. Yeah. Because I remember I'd call you like once a week. Yeah. And you'd be like, not this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, call me next week. Yeah, yeah. No, not this week. And then one time you even said, Look, meet me. <laughs> At Asda's, and I was at Asda's for about an hour. Do you know what actually and happened? Then, let, then, me, let me clear that up first of all. No, let and, me clear that up. What then, happened? You called me, right? Yeah. I think the, the crocs had gone back. Okay. So the time I went there to meet you, yeah, I was standing there. So when you phoned me, I thought, no, this guy's a joker. He didn't phone me. I kid you not. I remember where I was. Yeah. I was in I was in internet cafe yeah. after. <laughs> so bummy it was. I was in the internet cafe. And I was like, um, That's old school. Yeah. I was in the internet cafe. And I was like, oh, he's phoning me now. I said, like, I ain't going, man. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember I called you and called you. And then a few mm. days later, you picked up. Yeah. So it was going backward and forward like this. Yeah, for ages. And I remember, um, <coughs> this is another crazy story. Mm. I was with Jamil. And we were, we were out in the daytime, yeah. chilling out. And Jamil was telling me about this guy in his church called, I think it was Pierre or mm. something like that. Um, it's got a French kind of name. Yeah. We all knew him. He was, he was going Brixton. And so... Jean-Marc. That's Jean -Marc. it. Yeah, I think oh, this is yeah, the guy. Oh, yeah, Jean-Marc. Yeah. Jean it's not the guy. Oh, Pascal. 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 The guy's not there now. Yeah. yeah. And so he... And Jamil was telling me, oh, I was trying to get this guy, Pascal, but praying for him. Yeah. And I met him on the street and it took wild ages. And, he, and then I got him into church. He came to church and got saved. Mm. And I was like, that's like this guy that I know, man. Yeah. I got this guy that's called man. Kenny and all of that. And he said, don't give up on him. Mm. And I was like, all right, I'll text him one more time. Or I tried to call you one more time. And yeah. you picked up. And I said, tonight is the last night of revival. Yeah. Oh, Do you want to come tonight? And he came. Yeah. And I was like, Jamil, that's the guy that I was telling you about. That I've been trying to get to church for like three months. That's mad. And he and he comes, he brings his friend, yeah. and then uh, we didn't see him for another two years. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> not joking. And so, okay, so we'll talk more about how you, you know. So, I mean, basically, you came, and I think you prayed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you prayed, prayed. You know, yeah. you prayed, and and so you came, and so uh, you you basically come, and, and the church was only like a few people, literally a handful. And, and so we're gonna fast forward, and then we'll come back to like what you guys thought about the church yeah, yeah it was course. only a few people but then you said would you would you talk to my friend mm. which was kyle so what was going on before i spoke to kyle so you've come to church now you're coming on and off yeah we've met you've got saved what's going on between you guys what are you speaking about like well obviously before church like we've got quite a small um friendship group mm. but um Carl's like we would be together every single day. So mm. when I started going, like I, I don't, I don't think I, I hit it. I'll just be like, oh, I'm going to church. I'm going mm. to church. And then one day I used to be like, Bob, come man, you just got to come to church. I didn't know much, but I was just like, bro, you got to come or you got to meet my pastor. And he was like, I don't want to meet your pastor, man. What's that? He's like, I think you come to pick me up. 
when I was with Carl one time, and I think he was driving either the One Series at the time. Black One the Series. The Black One Series. <laughs> and he was like, what kind of drug dealing past did you have this car One Series? No, no, this, this is what it was. <laughs> so, so basically, Kenny had always gone to church. Like, mm. Kenny he used to go to this Methodist church. Mm. So, because <clears throat> I never knew what, like, a pastor or anything was. I could the, the pastor, look, it's not a racial thing, but the pastor was a white man. I always True remember story, this. Yeah. So, Kenny used to have, like, these barbecues and all these people that kind of, like, sing Kumbaya. So, that's what I thought he was yeah. talking about for mm. long. Mm. But he kept talking about, like, this pastor. I'm like, who's this pastor, brother? Yeah, because you know my pastor, like, he's like a businessman. I'm like, bruv, <laughs> like, what, like, what cars he got? And he said, he got one. I said, bruv. The guy just used to, he used to move food and now he's trying to <laughs> act like he's reformed his life. Like I've heard yeah, it all before, yeah, yeah. bruv, like it's long. And so I never really had a religious grounding. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So <coughs> my family just kind of, my grand's a Catholic. No one's ever really gone church. We tried Jehovah wickedness, witness <laughs> in for a bit. And so religion for me was just really nothing. I never believed in like the alien thing, but I never really believed in religion so it was mm. kind of like i was just living but mm. kenny had always gone church mm. the thing was is it was always like banner to to wind up kenny about the fact that he's a church boy and so kenny kind of confided in me that he'd started going a bit more seriously and so what happened was he was going a lot and i was like why did you keep going to this church bruv? like and you keep talking about this guy mm. I was like, what is this? I said, I want to come with you. And then- so, What was you thinking? I was like, like, I don't understand that. Like, you, you keep talking did, about this guy. It. And because obviously it's really what, looking back on it, what it was is, you was obviously like a mentor, like figure to yeah, him. definitely. And so yeah. you was very influential. Okay. And so he would constantly refer to you with regards to like advice in it. Because you know, on the ends, our advice is each other. So we're just all chatting rubbish to each other. Yeah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And it's, yeah. it's that. And so obviously it's someone who's given him an understanding of where he's from, but giving him advice, wisdom. Mm. Mm. Do you understand? It's not mm. foolishness. And mm. so one day I just said, I'm going to come, man. And then obviously I just said it. It's like a throwaway comment. No, actually, I remember what it was. Kenny said to me, he's getting baptised. I can't even remember where he was walking. He's at the yeah. top of this road. And he went, he, he went I'm getting baptised this week. The one that you never turned up to. Yeah, and I just remember saying this. Sorry, man, forgive me. It's cool. And I just remember saying, I, didn't know, I don't know nothing about baptism, but I remember saying, blood, if you're going to do this, you better take this serious. And then like... Use the discipling before, before, before <laughs> you came chatting. to church. But I just remember chats. saying it. And then obviously, so I'm acting all serious and supportive. And then he once care. he got baptized, he we started nicknaming him John. <laughs> John the Baptist. <laughs> John the Baptist. <laughs> so when we got baptized, I was like, yeah, you know, Kenny got baptized. I was, I was, 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 was fighting the battles in the background, you know. <laughs> so he was winding him up, calling him John. Anyway, so what happened... <laughs> And so what happened was is um, then <coughs> when I said to him, I'm going to come, he would constantly call me, say, come, come church, come mm, church, come mm, church. Mm, for mm, long, mm. it must have been months. It was months, definitely. Every Sunday. And I'd be like, bruv, nah, next week, next week. I kept saying it. And then one day he's like, do you want to meet my pastor? And it, to this be. day, I still don't know why I met you. I'll never forget this. I was at my cousin's house over there with Stanley. And I remember oh. like, I thought he's not going to meet me. And he called me and he's like, I'm downstairs. And I was like to my cousin, brother, go, go meet this pastor guy. It's long. I'll never forget it. And then I come and I see you. And then where time, Anthony used to Yeah, live. where my cousin Anthony lived. Yeah, I remember. And I think you had the A3 at the time now, yeah. the grey one. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, all right. And I, I, like, I didn't expect it. I thought he was a black man by this time. And so when I saw you, I was like, bro, mixed race brother. I was like, 
I don't know. It's like, I don't know why that's relevant. It's different, but though, isn't it? It's just yeah. not what I expected. Yeah. And then obviously I spoke to you and you was cool. We went McDonald's, if you yeah. remember. Yeah, yeah, once we're from. And I always remember, yeah. the, like I said, what, like, you know, it's a typical question. Now I'm looking back on it. It's a typical question of a young, fearful man. I remember saying to you, because I was thinking, this guy understands. What would you do if someone tried it on you? Like, remember I asked you that? And I was like, my whole thing was like, I can't have, I can't do the Christian thing because it's soft. Yeah. Mm. And you was like, like, it's not, it wasn't even a consideration because that comes from fear. Mm. And then I remember you said, you know, you dropped us back on Surrey Lane. Mm. And you was like, you know, you should come church on Sunday. And I went, nah, I ain't got no church clothes. I'll mm. come next week. Do you remember? Yeah. And then the next week I come and um, it was the Evangelist Yao. And it was the one year anniversary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll never forget this because... That sermon, it's like, it, it was so accurate. And basically, I remember he preached a sermon, laying down excuses. And his whole illustration was about someone who said they would come to church. And I remember he was specifically saying that every week they'd reach out to the guy and mm. the guy would be like, next week, next week, next week. And yeah, then the yeah. one week he was supposed to come, he think he got run over he or something and he, he died. died. Yeah. Oh my days. And I remember, I was like, that's like I'll never forget this because... And obviously there was more things in the sermon that spoke to me. I'll mm. never forget. Mm. And I remember the end of church, you had chicken, which is always a big sell for <laughs> me at the time. Me. I was a big meat eater then. There's now more pescatarian. <laughs> but <laughs> I'll never forget that. <laughs> and then um, I'll never forget, we walked down St. John's Hill at the end. And I was like, blood, like it was mad. And then he said that. And then he said that. Key points, and then man. he said that. Yeah. And I couldn't believe all the things that were so accurate and relevant to me. And I was like, do you know what? I'm going to come back. And then it's funny because I think I'd been to like three services before I'd even heard you preach before. Because yeah. Kudzi, if you remember, then picked me up and he took me to a revival yeah. in Rotherhithe. And Pastor Carnegie was preaching a sermon about godly fear, righteous fear. And he spoke about phobia and fubo. So I always remember it. Mm. And the illustration was about this guy that tried to play out Daniel and jumped in the cave with the lions in real life, basically, or in current life. And he got eaten. But he was speaking about how people have lost their fear of God and different types of fear. So, so like that, a righteous fear. So that would have been, so you got saved on, you came to church on the Sunday. Yeah. And, and if that I, would have been in the week. It was either that week or the week, week after. after. I'm sure it was that week. Because I went, week. I remember going to church again. The guy's like, can I meet you? And it was like, yeah. a, it was a Monday. So it's probably the next day. Okay. And then I went to church with him. Because it, yeah, it would have been because conference was the month after. So I would have come to church in the September. Yeah. And then, yes, yeah, so I went to church the next day again. So that would have been, so we met, we would have met about September. Yeah, the end of the year. We would have met about September, November 2007. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and this would have been a year later. Yeah, because yeah. a one-year anniversary specifically. Yeah, because that, that year you was coming on, on and, and off, off ages, on yeah. and off for ages. Like, yeah, and then, and so, and so he's, He's talking to you and bit by bit by bit by bit, he's telling you, you're noticing this guy's talking about church. He's taking it yeah. serious. He's got baptized. And then you, you come. And, and so, and I remember when Kyle came, you started to come regular. Yeah. You both started to come regular because he was, it was almost like. It was a push. Yeah. It was almost like you, you got energy yeah. from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him coming. And you was both coming regular and you was both. Uh, you know, coming regular and like that. So now you come into this church, which is, I mean, still by then, we were still, still the core. Yeah. I don't think there was anybody, there was a few people. One that, guy, Kudzi, was working with that I thought was his brother. 
Yeah. Some guy, Song Carly. Song Carly, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. that because I thought they were brothers. Yeah. His brother was there was them two at the front and there was the kids. Yeah. That's and then it. there was Everton, there was Felucia, there was Sister Gwen, Julie. Sister Julie, yeah. your wife, Portia, Caroline, yeah. Roger. Okay. And Owen. Okay. General Owen. And so you come into church and so from your perspective, Kenny, you've come in a year before that. Yeah. When, you, when I finally get you there, I mean, there's only like a handful of people. What are you thinking? When I first came? Yeah. It wasn't... I want well, okay, actually, I was thinking of something else, but mm. really and truly, at first, the setup was weird to me. Again, because of, you know, the family church that I had come from, mm. it was completely different. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So from a Methodist church, like I said, we had like a white priest. Um, everything was, we read from the Bible. It was very structured and regimented. Like, mm. But I come here, um, Owen was the praise and worship leader. We got this mad drum machine every week. Mm. And I'll be honest, I was like, my mind was like, Owen's the pastor and someone's trying to take over this, that and the third. It just looked so weird to me. It was a weird different like mm. setup. But when you hear the word, that's what kind of was, just kept me going. Mm. At that time, I didn't really so much see them as sermons. It was more like a motivational thing. If I'm going to be completely honest, mm. I went and, and you'd hear things that, that you could relate to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So there was little convictions that was being built, but I looked around and I just thought, it, you know, I'm, I go to my old church and there was people that was way older than the people that was here. Mm. I just didn't really <coughs> engage with much people to a, 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 apart from yourself and Owen really to mm. a big degree, but um, I acknowledged them and I think that was just enough for me at that point. Okay, and so from yourself, Carl, when you, when you finally came, um, what, did you, what did you think when you saw that there was only like eight people, nine people? The, the thing for me, I have no mental reference of what a church should or mm. shouldn't be like. Okay. So there was no sort of sense of, the building's nice obviously, because mm. it was in the Methodist building. Mm. So it's a neat building, but I'd been into, uh, through the youth club I went to, this is, yeah. they had like an old Methodist style church building. So it was yeah. very similar to that. Okay. But I never was like the church. I just remember it wasn't that like, you know, they do that singing on like songs of praise. Yeah. I, just, I know it wasn't like that. And I was mm. like, thank God for that. Yeah. And I remember thinking, bruv, man, we've got to stand for this singing bit. You know, like, because I'm like a bit conscious. I think everyone's looking at me like, who's this random guy in the church? Mm. Mm. That was probably the hardest bit, standing during praise and worship. And then when everyone's praying, I'm like, what do you do? Like, yeah, you feel this? conscious. Yeah. Do you get what I'm yeah. saying? But yeah. actually, from a perspective of the church, there's no mental reference. Uh, there's no it should be or shouldn't be like okay. this. So it wasn't like, oh, this is small. Nah, no, like no sense of that at all. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't look at Nothing. that at all. I, I literally, it was like when the guy spoke the first time, I said, I'm gonna go back. I remember specifically saying, I will go back until that stops happening, until that, until the message no longer says anything to me. So you actually thought that? Yeah, yourself. it was like it was like that thing was very relevant, and I was like, if I'm gonna come back and see if it was like a one-off. So again, so both of you really, it's preaching that kept you coming. Yeah. One million percent. It's the, it's the preaching. One million percent. It's so important in a pioneering setting. Yeah. yeah. That even though you might not have, you know, you might not be able to, uh, what's the word, have all of the, you know, amazing yeah. lightning and, 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 and wells and whistles of a yeah. big praise and worship and a mega church, but you can preach the word. Yeah. And then God can translate that word. So that people can be like, my days, that spoke to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, for true. me. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to miss that. When church starts to feel like that, I don't want to miss 
And that, that was what it was. It's funny now, like you just said, anoint, like thinking about it with my understanding now, mm-hmm. it's obviously anointing yeah. that was on the preaching. I agree. Yeah. Still. Because the words were so relevant week to week. They were so relevant. Like every word was like right on the button. So now you're coming to church. Yeah. What, what are you saying to your friends? What do your friends think now? Because you're, how old are you guys? 18? 18, 19, just 18, turned. Just I just, you would have been 18, 18 when you came. So I would have, I just turned 19. So basically I would have finished, finished college two months before. Mm-hmm. That's for those who do the third year. <laughs> I finished college. <laughs> I finished college two months, months before. So basically I was supposed to go uni. I'd applied for Portsmouth yeah, and I got in because mm. I had good UCAS points, mm. but I remember saying to my mum, I don't want to go uni because I didn't want to incur the student debt. Okay. So for me, that was my gap year. Okay. And it's funny now because, again, Imagine. gap year meant freedom year. Okay. Meaning I'm going to sow my Royal Oats now. Yeah. Just do my thing. Like yeah, yeah. be go a crazy. young man, be free. Yeah. And so <clears throat> what happened was a year before, so 2007, my older brother had gone to prison. Mm. And so it's funny because my plan was to finish college and then go and do what he was doing. My brother used to basically sell drugs. Mm. And so I was like, I'm, I used to beg him to let me sell drugs with him. Mm. And he was like, nah, like, he's, he, he's a good guy in that way. Like he's mm. not trying to influence me for the worst. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? He's mm. like, no, you're not doing it. Do mm. your college, whatever. Mm. Mm. And I beg him, beg him, beg him, beg him. And I remember like sleeping in my mum's house and the police banging down my door. And it's funny because I was sleeping there and look, this is gonna make me sound way better than I am, which I wasn't. I was a football guy, but I remember I had a knife and I had this replica gun in my room mm. and it was hidden under a towel. And I remember the police banging down my door. And so they wanted to, cause I was in his room cause he'd left and they wanted to search the house, but my mum's in hysterics. Mm. And so there's this towel on the bed. That's the towel cause I didn't want my mum to see it. And so the stuff was under the towel. She's ridiculous, but my mum didn't used to touch my stuff. And I remember kind of thinking, blood, that's mad. It was close because they're going to raid the room. And I swear, I remember they went in this cupboard and there was like old socks in there. And they were just like, nah, this is, this is long. I feel like that's what the guy said. But looking back again, it's obviously the grace. And that was the year before. So my plan was basically, so in the lead up to coming to church, I'd been visiting my brother, trying to organise how I would move out of London and basically do what he was doing. Mm. And he wouldn't allow it. Okay. That was it. And so I was in that phase. I was starting to try, because, you know, after I gave up on the dream of trying to play football, sounds like it's so cliche, but it was literally like, bruv, like, because for years we had to suffer the banter of, you know, man would be like, oh, you're the football guys trying to live the dream. And you've got friends making money. So it's funny because even like- You mean because you're, you're like trying to play football and you're yeah, going to be a professional footballer. That's my goal. It's but my other dream. guys would be selling- Doing illegal stuff, basically. basically. You, once you get to about year nine, so that's about 14, that's when men start making money. Okay. So it could be weed, it could be harder food, but mm. that's when men start making money. So around that phase is when it's like, it's the transition, I would call it. So about that time is when the school start to kick people out if you're being naughty. Mm. They give you grace when you're younger. Mm. So that's when men start going sent or men are out there. And so what happens is it's like, you start to, everyone starts to choose where they're going, if you see what I mean. We're all attached to the same thing. And it's kind of like who gets involved at the earliest phase and who's in it more deeply, if you see what I'm saying. Mm. And so we come from a close-knit area. 
So even if you're not officially a part of, let's say, a gang or a crew, whatever you want to call it, we're all close friends. Everybody knows Yeah, everybody. so some call, some will rep, like, this is my team, or, and some are just friends, but we're all affiliated. Mm. And so you got to suffer, like, the banter. Do you see what I'm saying? Because it's a reverse, it's weird. And now looking back again, I realise how stupid it is, but you almost, <clears throat> like, it would be banter to be considered good. Yeah, yeah, I'll be like, yeah, I shut yeah, up, you're yeah, a good you. And that, that's, yeah, yeah. that's like a that's bad a, thing. It's an insult. That's yeah. an insult. I'm, I'm not a good you. Like, it's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but yeah. that's what we come up with. So at that phase now, it wasn't even about being a bad you, but for me, it was about making money. Yeah. And so I started to get involved in things as I came to church. Mm. And it was funny because as I started to get involved, that's when I started to attend the church. It was weird. It was like the same time. And it's almost like God came in at the right, right time. time. Which I didn't realize. So, so, so this is the, the question. So, what was your friends saying at this point? What were they saying to you? Well, we was going to church, I think, and now the jokes have gone from me to me and Carl. Yeah. So okay. If, I remember this. So, if you remember. So, so oh, sorry to yes, cut sir. you. So, say like a few weeks before this. Yeah. So we cow, I don't know, no, whatever. Yeah. These guys yeah. mocking you. Yeah. You're John the yeah. Baptist yeah. now. <laughs> And now he's yeah. come back. Have yeah. you like got? What, have you gone back? Like, nah, 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 nah. What, what how, if, how did you make that transition? Well, this is the John thing. Paul now, isn't it? I'm very, <laughs> I'm very, I'm very stubborn. I'm very stubborn. Which Peter is, and Paul. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very stubborn, and it's helpful in certain ways. It's negative in many ways, but helpful in many. And so, if you remember, Manchester had come down to do the concert. Do you remember this? And so they done a concert in York Gardens. Yes, I do. Remember. I wasn't saved. I was coming church. Okay. I'll never forget this because I came and the man them were laughing at me because mm. I was at the front, but I had my head in my hands. I wasn't even praying. They were like, look, he's praying. And I was like, shut up. You're all fake Muslims anyway. Because at the time, a lot of people had come to he's Islam. He's a Muslim. Mm. Yeah, the Israel. And so basically how it worked is everyone, basically the religious view at the time or the predominant religious view where you could be proud was Islam. Yeah. Prison we didn't know no one yeah, going yeah, church. Yeah, no, yeah, no yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like, man could still be road and be Muslim. Yeah. But no one weren't going church. Mm. So I'll never forget. And if you remember, at the end of that concert, there was a big debate where oh, one sorry. of my brethren said to Kudzi, what's wrong with this Don? Yeah. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, 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 I remember that. That was the day. And so that was like the beginning of when now I'm on record, but I'm just attending church. Mm. So I could kind of like... Take away, I'm like, I'm not really involved. That's Kenny. Kenny takes it serious. I'm just okay. going. Okay. At the time. So there was no real. It was fake. Yeah, there was no real, was like. Fake. But I wasn't, so, I wasn't so, born again. Yeah, yeah. You're still trying to get out. Yeah, he's fake. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So at this point, Kenny's taking it serious. He's, but you're coming. You're like, no, no, no. Come on. Let's be reasonable. So, so when the debate was happening, I mm. remember being like, nah. But it was funny because I was obviously shifting. So that was the point when you was basically on going on record. Because I was on, I was on the, the Christian side. So yeah. I was standing with Kudzi. So he's yeah. debating with them. There was yeah. about 10, 15 yeah, men yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, and he's brothers. debating with them. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, they're going back at him with the Islam thing. And mm. I'm like, no. Da, 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 da. And it was weird because I remember, like, I remember mm. we used to have, I used to have debates all the time. Mm. And then I had family members that were Jehovah Witness. Mm. So it was weird because I was starting to believe this thing, mm. but I wasn't living it. Yeah. Yeah. But I was definitely... It just would have been like six to eight weeks in now. And I'm like, I definitely believe this, but I wasn't living it. So I wouldn't be preaching it. Yeah. I would argue like to defend it. Yeah. But I wasn't living it. Yeah. Do you understand? So I couldn't preach it. You hadn't accepted Christ no, yet. No, I was not Lord born again. No. So you wasn't born again. So this, again, this, this shows you that you can be coming to church <clears throat> and mentally agreeing yeah. with what the Bible says. Yeah. yeah. 
but you haven't yet been converted. Yeah, 100%. No change, you haven't yet. Yeah. And, and, and that's things that people have to look at is that are you just coming to church mm. and mentally agreeing with us? Or have you had that experience where you can say, no, 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 I, I, I remember when I gave my life to Jesus. Mm. Like one million percent. So that happened for you in church. That happened for you when? Me. Yeah, when you so, gave your life to Jesus. So I can tell you this clearly. I prayed a prayer mm. and I wasn't saved. But I so, still believe the same as well about myself when I first started coming too. But it's definitive. For yeah. me, it's very definitive. I can remember it like yesterday because basically Mark and Owen, God rest his soul, were talking to me in the hotel room and it was just like, I was in a hotel That's room. That's in conf conference, conference time, yeah. We on a conference. Wednesday night, I just heard a powerful sermon. There's five men saying, bro, you should be born again. And I'm like, I've been coming to church for ages now. Like, it's been like two months of Owen creeping up to me every autocall, asking me if I want to get saved. Every autocall, bro, do you want to pray? I'm like, bro, no, 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 not this week. Do you want to pray? And I'm, he got to a point, I'm like, bro, this guy, like, keeps coming up to me, innit? Like, just allow me, innit? So this night, they're chatting to me, and Mark's a younger guy, so he's kind of like, bro, you know. And I remember Kenny was there, and I was just, like, smiling. I thought Kenny was laughing with me. I was like, so, and I, look, I remember thinking he's taking this way too serious. Kenny's yeah. head's all down and that. Kenny, yeah. Yeah, he's taking it serious. Yeah, I'm like, all right, all right, let me Put pray. But down, I wasn't saved. <laughs> I definitely wasn't saved. The conference, like, it got me from a perspective of like I got caught up in it, and the conference was powerful, but I wasn't saved. So what happened was, if you remember Kenny, the roller discord kicked off mm. around that time. So that was our Sunday night motive. We used to mm. go to church and then go roller disco in the evening. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? I never, I never forget this. And so I, I never forget this. I remember being at a prayer meeting and a man's phoning me like, bro, have you got anything? And I'm like, yeah, I'll call you after. I'm just at church. Like weird stuff like that. Do you see? I met just weird things. And what happened was so. So basically you're at prayer meeting and people are calling you to get dodgy stuff. Cause yeah, because I used to basically, my, my, my logic was the more, as long as I'm there with them, I'm not doing anything wrong. Okay. Because where I'm safe, meaning where I'm not doing anything was when I'm around the church people. Yeah. So I would come to every event. Yeah. But as soon as you were gone, I had nothing. I was like, oh, back to the world, I go. So, so I used to come church at every event. If you remember, I didn't miss anything. Mm. I wasn't working. Anytime you called me, I'd come and see you. Anytime Owen was available, I'd go there. Because I was like, every time I spend away, my, from my friends or with the church people, I would do church things. I wouldn't yeah. swear. I wouldn't listen to my music. I was just doing what the church yeah, done. And to me, I was like, I need to try and be on my best behavior. Yeah. But you know, it's funny even from that, because even like going off what, what, what Kyle's saying about his transition, even for me, like I prayed, I believed, but for me, I got into such a, a heavy mode of just being religious. Mm. So, you know, you can do everything like and be regimented on, okay, I do this, I go to church, I believe. Like I did, I genuinely believed. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, like in my heart, like the conversion really hadn't happened yet mm -hmm. because I had come from a place where there's no accountability. You just do what you, you want and then leave. I still remember my first rebuke. Remember when we was together, me, you and John? Yeah, but before that, if you remember, this is so this is what happened. This is the lead up. So remember, tell me if you remember saying. this. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Tell me if you remember. So basically, we're living just like how I've described. Mm. I'll never, like, this is so vivid. Yeah? This is so clear. Because we used to have midweek service on a Thursday. Mm. Remember? Mm. I went bed Wednesday, living exactly how I'd been living. The Thursday, I woke up. And the easiest way to describe it is I felt like I was going to die that day if I didn't make a decision. Mm. Like, I, it was just, it was 
I don't know what happened. It was just the weirdest. I woke up and it just changed. No one can ever argue with me about salvation mm. because this moment was too, there was no one there. I'd heard many sermons. I was alone. Sorry, I'm shy, but no. I never, I never forget this. And so <laughs> no, but what that is, is, is that your eyes have been opened yes. to sin. Yeah. Whereas, say like a man is stealing or yeah. a man is fornicating or a man is, <laughs> or, or people are dealing drugs. Say like you're doing that. Mm. In your head, before you come to church, you're justifying it. You don't feel that bad. You know certain things are wrong. But when you come into the presence of God and you get a revelation of God, mm. your eyes are open and you realize, no, this thing is bad. Yeah, mm. yeah. This Th is, that's what I felt. This is, oh my days. I am rightful. I am going to be rightfully judged for this. I'm mm. guilty. Yeah. I can't argue it. And what you just said, it was like, it's like someone had seen me. Do you understand? It was like, yeah. all of a sudden, someone was like, no, 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 fix it. And I'll never forget, I called Kenny. I said, Kenny, I can't live like that no more. Kenny, I can't do it. Kenny, we got to stop. I'll never forget. And so I text you. And I said, Pastor, pray for me. I'm not saved. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember. And so when you called me, I was like, I'm going to just tell him this. And it was like, I had to tell you everything. The plan was to tell you 20%. I spewed it all out. It's my anointing, man. I'm never, <laughs> I had to tell anointing. you everything. I'm, I'm never forget it. Like, I can't explain because I can remember all the moments. That was on my mum's settee. I used so to like sleeping so, on there. So that was a revelation for yes. me because being a pastor, new pastor, I've only been a pastor a year. Yeah. I see these two guys come church. You've come conference. Mm. I saw you lifting your hands, worshiping in conference, <laughs> yeah. singing the songs. I'm like, yeah, dead. it's done deal now. Okay, Sealed. that's sorted. Yeah. Let's move on to the next slot. Yeah. And then Kyle calls me up and he's like, pastor, I haven't changed. I've been doing this. I've been doing that. I do that twice a day. I do this. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. huh? Yeah. What? Yeah. And that's when you said, I think, because he, he basically said something. He, said, he yeah. took me in the room. He, yeah, yeah, I but remember. No, I he think said, go you, get you, Kenny. You basically <laughs> grasped everyone up. Basically. Well, I didn't <laughs> snitch. No, not snitch. Yeah. But I'll never forget what happened. I, I can tell you. No, 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 no. Basically, How did you, I find you took out Kenny then? in the room. Yeah. And you said, you, you, asked you actually said, you said oh, yeah. he hasn't said anything. You actually said it. But you said, usually when one's doing it, the other is as well. And then I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that how it was? Yeah, I remember it. Did you see the wisdom on me, man? <laughs> yeah, nah. That was wisdom. But, so <laughs> I tell you what's so mad. You see, after that though, yeah. You see when we when we left there. Yeah. Do you remember the conversation we had afterwards? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We stand and we had like a serious conversation right, let's about. Get, let's like, make a good joke. We need to. Do you remember this go, one? Do you remember this one? So basically, yeah. This guy's loves it. Isn't <laughs> it? This is funny. So basically, on the, I was like, Kenny, we can't go roller disco no more. Kenny, we can't go no more. We can't. Kenny's like, yeah, it's true, hundred percent. Sunday. We come church, yeah, and then the evening comes. <laughs> like Kenny, the next day I was like, "Where did you go?" He's like, "No, I weren't even there for long, you know." <laughs> <laughs> it lasted. The conviction lasted three days. He loved yeah. that place. He loved it more than me. I think again as well. This is what it was, right? And the importance of Kyle coming at the time, right? So, like I was saying, I had built up such a, a religious like format to mm. myself, yeah, especially mm. from where I come from. Mm. So I believed. Right, and I definitely made a decision based on where I was at before, prior to to coming to Potter's house. Yeah, but again, super, super, super on it. And then 
you know, when Carl came and then he started to get on it, it challenged me. Mm. But in doing that, I didn't let go of a lot of things. So I was at that time, like obviously I just kind of started the business or whatever. So I was around a lot of people mm. and I knew a lot of people. So I get people phoning me every time to, 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 to go places. So like for instance, right, these guys wouldn't leave where the ends, like properly like that. But at that time, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going here with this person. I'm going here with that person. I'm going here with that person. I'm and I, that. yeah, and I just found it. I just found it hard. Like just like, no, but this is just fun. And then I come, and then at one point I was just like, what's kind of like, what's what's the point? I just kind of like in my mind I'd kind of given up. Mm. Like there's no point just fighting. It's just mm. it's just kind of whatever. Mm. I'm I've got kind of like a a reserved personality. Do you get what I'm saying? As like you can tell, like Carl's quite quite flary. He's like I'm an extremist. Yeah, I'm not. I'm kind of like. Simple life, do you know, I just can't be asked. Do you I know have what I mean? no, you're more balanced than me. I have no, I have no middle ground. Yeah. It's what I'm always working towards. So for me, when that happened, if you remember, I said, Pastor, I still got a bit of stuff left over. I need to, I got to pay someone and sell. And you're like, I can't tell you to sell that thing. And then I went home and I threw it in the bin. Mm. And then I owed money. And if you remember, I was getting calls all the time. Blood, mm. I need my money. Mm. And I was stressing mm. out because obviously mm. I didn't work. Mm. And so that was going on for a while, mm. but I just knew. And so for me again, f even more now, more extreme than before, I came to everything. Cause I was like, I need to be there. Because I used to think like this is how extreme it was. I used to be like, if I don't go to church this week, I might not make it. Mm. Them days I weren't reading my Bible faithfully. I was getting by on sermons. Yeah. So it was like, you know, it's like, if I don't get to church every week, I might not make it. You know, it's hard. Come on. So, so yeah, I remember after that moment, yeah. I think really and truly you guys would be at everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After, after that, that moment, yeah, definitely. You, you guys would be everything. Point. I mean, I think there was one time yeah. somebody went to uh, a photo shoot somewhere and took <laughs> half of the... Yeah, that was Tuesday of Revival. Tuesday of Revival. Kenny just took half of my chair. <laughs> I was fuming that day. I was like, Kenny. Stop acting like you're an angel, bro. Come on, man. Allow it. He wasn't like that. I was angry though, but I was like, what's he was with angry. this guy? Angry for what? It's my church. He's a fraud. You know, this is I was the one who snitched. I did snitch that time. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I well, know. by then, I I'd, I'd kind of said, there's no snitching in the kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was preaching that, that, that hard. That, that, that was constant. That got to me so that do, time. You know, you think about those early sermons. Where yeah, yeah, be yeah. Like, constantly talking about not not uh fornicating yeah. lasciviousness that was that was the best one because for that's us, the one that you was, start playing with that's what yeah. kept us though you know that right <laughs> that lascivious because there was you could whore no gray areas whore. could you yeah. escape from yeah. do you know what i mean lasciviousness was like you know because before it was like i'm not fornicating yeah but there's all these other little things and yeah, lasciviousness yeah. said well all of those things are in that <laughs> category it, Pastor, yeah. look, I, i'm not gonna say you've got older but you've yeah. mellowed in your maturity well the sermons are very <laughs> extreme back then. Wisdom. Wisdom has to prevail. Some of them sermons. Are, like, I'm like, them sermons kept us. We yeah. loved it. Nah, trust me. Carnality. Carnal. Serious, yeah. The sermon carnal. Carnal. But they're still all the key words that we used carnal to Carnal was like, 100%. that was like, those were, and we, they became like buzzwords. Like yeah. carnal. It's carnal. It's yeah. yeah. Love, truth. That is That was big. Yeah. Love, truth. You just pull one up with those phrases yeah. all the time. That was big. And so here, here you are, 19 yeah. year old guys uh you know but you're coming to church and you're uh, you're basically digesting all of these sermons and bringing them into your vocabulary yeah and bringing them into your um 
culture and yeah. letting these these sermons define you and all of these things um we can't really have you guys here and not talk about owen yeah because owen was a major major part major. of Super. Your, your discipleship i remember uh saying to owen okay i want you to work with kenny and kyle yeah. i want you to work with these guys yeah and so when so what was your first what can you remember about your first of interaction with owen and what did you think yeah i think for me as well when when i first started coming i thought like i knew you was the pastor mm. and I, I saw owen and for some strange reason that's what i was saying earlier that i felt like he wanted to be the pastor <laughs> <laughs> so he was trying to overthrow you it was always in my mind every week too much tv yeah just the, no just that Af- you know you see these african pastors that's, that's some tyler perry <laughs> so i like but when i'm saying got to that know, though yeah most when we would go on impact team everyone would we'd get out of the van and everyone would be go up to him yeah and be like because he just carried himself yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, he, uh, he, he seemed a lot older than he was and it wasn't yeah. even really a look thing he just no. seemed he older well, he carried himself yeah, like yeah. you said mm. but I think um, really and truly outside of yourself Owen was the person who, who, who also spent a lot of time with me he only lived across the road he got to you know my family really well and my mum so yourself and, and Owen my mum would be like oh, I know my son's in good hands and mm. again like you two were the, the, the men in my life that was really like feeding me a lot of wisdom and giving me direction so um what do you think it was that 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 started to draw you to Owen? What would it be? Two things, right? Definitely like um as we as I started to get a bit more serious, yeah, seeing how serious he was about God, mm. but also he had such a man's man demeanor about him, the way he structured himself, the way he spoke to you like with dominion, but it wasn't enough to like it, it was never forceful in his corrections or anything like that when he's talking to you. Mm-hmm. It was like I can't explain it. It's like he could perfectly like communicate with you do you know what i mean mm. and even though he's from an african background like a like quite a strong african man he also was very relatable mm. that's that's one that was kind of confusing to me because men in my family and the african guys i know they're just african men mm. but he could relate to, to me especially like me being that age mm. i always thought this guy don't understand what i'm going through mm. but he could speak to me i i wouldn't mind if i was with my friends and owens with me mm. do you know what i mean mm. it's not like he, he wasn't flashy, he didn't have all these goods and this, that and the third, but he was, he, he'd he always like take time out to, to phone me, come check me and this, that and the third. Like even certain times I'll be in my house, knock on the door, it's Owen. Mm. I, I, like, why is this guy knocking on my door? But you know what, it's Owen, I don't mind, do you know what I mean? Mm. But there was just a certain way he carried himself, do you know what I mean, that, that I respected, <coughs> really. Well, um, for me, there's too many things, you know, it's even, even now, it's hard to speak about Owen and not get like emotional. Yeah, of course. Um, he's just a godly man. Mm-hmm. He's a godly man and he's very caring. Mm, like super. extremely caring, yeah. like beyond belief. Mm. Like Owen would just tap me and just give me money in my hand. Mm. Like, you know, and them days like the money was needed. I mm. weren't working. Mm. And you know, it's like, it's times when you're struggling, but you know, it's like, let, no one, he's just thinking of it. Yeah, mm. um, in his mind, yeah. The godliness of the guy. Because when we look back on it, like, he was kind of boring. Like, from a perspective, there was nothing. He didn't do nothing about, much, there's yeah. nothing. He weren't into football like me. He weren't into music like me. He didn't. I used to sit in his house. There was no TV. There's nothing. There was no entertainment. <laughs> mm. He just opened his Bible. And just talked to you for ages. <laughs> he just talked to me. He'd be on the phone. One time, my mum, he came to my mum's house. He's just caring. Mm. Mm. Caring and fiery. 
on fire like a man of God. He challenged. He stand up. Yeah. You see, the thing is, the reputation of the Christians is that they're soft. Yeah. So for me, the whole thing was is that when I see strong men, like I'm from a perspective of like, there was righteous strength. So like, Mm. if you remember when we was in Brixton, me and you, and there was 20 men around us and you was debating with the guy. And mm. I was like, yeah, he's not backing down. I'm, I'm standing, it's just me and you. And mm. there's about 20 of them surrounding us. Man's like, oh, it's not backing down. I'm like, yeah, why do we need to back down from any of these people? I remember one time, like, Owen taking us. We're at a line. It's Halloween. And there's a line outside the club. Yep. All these, like, posh yeah, middle class people. And Owen's preaching at the line. He's like, preach, brother. I'm like, come on, right? Come on, he's like, preach. All right, please, bro, please. But he just preach. He's the one who felt One time we're on Oak Hill Road, he's just preaching, preaching. Every bus, they kicked us off like four buses. Yeah. I'm like, this guy, one time he's in Vauxhall bus garage, late at night. You know, it's mad illuminated. Yeah, just start going. My man just started preaching. I'm like, bro, you remember how he'd get going guy, on the buses? On the buses, bro, he, he would have like, a loud this, conversation this with guy, you. This guy, this guy, he showed me. Yeah, of course. He showed me the fire. Mm. You see what I'm saying? He had the fire, the fire and the care. He's like a he's like a proper big brother, yeah, like, definitely. proper uncle slash big brother. Like so, so let's 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 look at this because here is this guy that we could say that he he definitely uh, was discipling you. 100. He wasn't trendy. No, like, no. had no, no trendiness to him. No, no, I mean, no. like love the guy, but yeah, there's but no trendiness yeah, to him. He's not from your culture. No, mm. he he talked with an African accent. Yeah, he had no London slang. Nothing nothing like that and so but and here he is and he didn't try to be like you no like fake it blood no No. man's on the end he didn't try to (laughs) do none of that yeah and so but here he is because he is a man a real man a man of righteousness other men are attracted to him yeah and that's that's the that's the thing where so many times in the church people feel that Oh, I've got to start acting like them yeah. or dressing like them yeah, or become more like the world to be attractive or yeah. give people popcorn mm. to try and get people discipled. But here is this guy, really and truly, he loved God and he loved people. Yeah, super. And, and that's it. Super. And because he, because he loved God, he was righteous. Mm. And because he loved people, he cared for you. Yeah. He genuinely cared for you. I mean, I, I, I thought about it the other day that um, I say to Owen, okay, I'm going to put you up at conference. So I'm gonna, we're going to put him up, at, get him a, a hotel room at conference. And then I think you say you want to stay up there. Did you stay up there or did only Carl stay No, nah, I stayed up. You three of us in there. Yeah, there was three of us. Yeah, three of us And so, oh yeah, yeah. And you came to one of them and then stayed. Yeah. Yeah. You decided uh, to and stay. John as well. And I think... And John, that was the next one. No, no. Okay, and so yeah, you think about three. it now. He could have been like, no, 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 no. You're not staying in the room with me. Yeah. Loud that, man. I don't want to... But it's inconvenience. We're swearing. One we're time, loud. One time me and Kenny are arguing. <clears throat> I remember you had to call me in the room. Yeah, where remember was, I had to come in the room. swearing in that room. It's mad. And say, why are you swearing? Like, <laughs> he was wiling out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the room. Because me and Kenny hit each other. And it was funny. Yeah. I remember he hit me harder. And I couldn't get him back. Because I was like, <laughs> I was swearing. Oh, he's like. Oh. He's like, bro, man. Yeah. And bro. so you think about it. Now you've come to conference. You want to be revived. <laughs> and you're with these new converts that are joking and swearing <laughs> and shouting. And you'd Funny, be like, ah, yeah. oh, this is lo- this is my conference. Yeah, I want to be on fire. But then the thing is, why are you coming conference if you don't want to love people? Yeah. Why? Why come conference and you can't care for people and you can't love people? 
And so, um, let's let's put this video up. <laughs> James, can you can you get that camera here and see if you can see this? Look at, look at these two guys here. <laughs> no. Oh wow. my days! Look at these crazy. two guys. You're mocking Owen. That's my impression, my impersonation of Owen. It's good stuff. <laughs> Cozy. Look at Roger Owen, the big man. I miss that guy, man. His car's got the tide face on. <laughs> you get me? We're here. That's what matters. Amen. It's crazy. So that's 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 um. No bit. You think it was it was uh, that's Owen that got you guys there? I was like, ah, oh, I don't know. I'm gonna get those guys there. <laughs> Owen was the one. I was like, Owen, I don't think that you can't. We can't get those guys there. They're too. They're not ready. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, no, pastor, we'll get them there. Yeah. First impact team. Mm. Um, so you come in the church. Uh, what was you doing? I mean, you you was working. Yeah, I think I was mean working. You? I was in Debenhams at that time. Debenhams at that yeah. time. Or Ardenhams, yeah, yeah. yeah, and you was doing nothing really. Could I say 2007 that? Two thousand seven or yeah. two thousand eight? No, it's two thousand. When I met you, when you met me, I, yeah, I was yeah. doing nothing. Doing nothing. Doing nothing. Yeah. I just finished college. Okay, and so um, and now. Where are you now? You're, what are you doing now? Oh, self-employed. Self-employed. Your own designer. <laughs> yeah. Your own company. Live long and <laughs> prosper. And live long. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. a long live. I do apologize Super. about that. And so, um, and personal trainer. Yeah. Personal trainer. And so when you look at where your lives have come from, mm. imagine if you, you, you hadn't got saved at that age. Because mm. you know the, the big thing is going to be let me get saved later. Well, that, that was my, my logic, genuinely. Not just because you've said it. Mm. I had said at a point, I believe this. I'm going to come back to it when I'm 30. Same. Which is funny because that's six months from now. It's mm. crazy. Imagine, I'll never forget it. Look what's happened in that time. I'll never forget it. You see, like, back then I would have done this interview about my hat on. Mm. You see, because of the hairline now. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm nearly 30 now. There you go. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's mad. Yeah. And, and so, you, you you know, the cliche is, boy, if I weren't saved, I don't know where I would be, but... 100. Look, the end of the day is <laughs> environment to environment. This can vary. But where we're from... We would have been in jail, man. We would have been in jail. And it sounds bad because it's like, yeah, look. I can guarantee Relative it. to what we know, mm. we're just right in the middle. Mm. But the reality is, is that with what I was deciding to do and what I wanted to get involved in, there's no other place to be yeah. or to go. That mm. was the path. It's mm. not if, it's when. Mm. See what yeah. I'm saying? Now look, now you think my little brother, sadly, is in prison. 
one of my groomsmen at my wedding, <laughs> this is as a Christian man, is in prison. And so at the end of the day is, if you want to know where you'll be, look at your, your family, friend. look at your friends. friends. It's true though, yeah. Mm. And so that's my, that's my reference points. Yeah. And if you was to look at any of us, you look at our backgrounds from a perspective of how we come up growing up, mm. you would have picked me as the lower one mm. because my, the cards were stacked more because of my circumstances. Yeah. And so I know for a fact I can attribute my salvation to where I'm at now, for sure. Even like even adding to that, it's like where we would be um, now. You was the first six. You had the first successful marriage that I'd ever seen. Even even that was kind of marriage strange was to a me. No, like, yeah, it was like it was a no go. I just didn't really believe. I didn't believe in no marriage. I didn't Do believe you in relationships. Us being in KFC. Yes. Listen. Remember we were laughing at my man. Yeah, because he bought his girl a jacket. He's like, what's wrong with this brother? He's a married man. We laughed. He's like, my man's in love. What a joke. busting up. That was funny. Do you know what is it? And that was funny. It wasn't bravado. That was funny. It's like, my man's in love. Yeah, yeah. I remember the guy. There's a guy, he came in, he held you guys up. I was sitting there and you guys were talking to him. He was like, oh, this is our pastor. I said, hi, how you doing? And he started to show you this leather jacket he had bought for his girlfriend. And he was showing us the back and it was ornate. It was the Ed Hardy Avex jacket. And it had like an Avex type of thing. And then and he went, all right, peace. And you guys spied each other and he walked off. And then you looked at each other and went, that guy's in love. As if to say he's an idiot. That's what he said. Like basically, to be in love, to you guys was to be an idiot. Yeah, that was like the, weakest the things that we like, we grew up seeing like with with females and this that and but the trusting girls. Yeah, like, it was the ridiculous. The idea of trusting, giving Listen, yourself over. I didn't even believe in relationships. Like it didn't make it. Like I can't explain to you. It didn't make sense to me personally. It yeah, didn't make I sense. Do you know what I mean? And I think it, again, like I always say this now. I'm saying it's just like the things that you want in the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. as as a young guy, and what the world says you you should you should have. Yeah, we was kind of like trying to really fulfill that and live yeah, that. Yeah. That's why I said like, I was, I was a Christian, but really and truly, I was still chasing the world's dream. That was like an ambition. Okay, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Making yeah, money, doing yeah, fraud yeah, or whatever yeah, it may yeah. have been. But then again, like having people like yourself and Owen really speak into my life and then seeing your marriage and your relationship with your wife and how you lot took me in almost as like a son. It was like, no, this is like, it's crazy. So I had something to follow then also a blueprint mm. and so yeah. how church becomes the blueprint for well, marriage. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. Think, you think about it. I was saying, I was having a conversation the other day and it just hit me. I think like, you know, when you start approaching 30, you start thinking deeper. Yeah, like, you, yeah, right, like you start reflecting. And I remember like, I reckon for about two or three years, I had an overwhelming sensation of missing out on the world. Mm. What? Like genuinely, Offers I were felt going like- on Holidays. I remember I missed, everything. we missed Napa. We miss Malia, Ibiza, we miss Malia, we miss Vegas, we miss everything. everything. And so <laughs> I remember, and like, listen to what we're saying. Because we my 21st, yeah, that's the big man holiday. Mm. Yeah. I was on the impact team in Lewisham. <laughs> that was Praise the motive. God. Godly that was the motive. Listen, that was the motive. Yeah, let's go, man. Man. Listen, that's why I've got no sympathy for man when they tell me they're missing now. Because I'm like, don't tell me nothing. Yeah, we, we like, I don't want to hear out. it. Mm. I mean, my 25th, I was in New York. No, I'm joking, but yeah. the point is, it's like, <laughs> I like all of the time I used to feel like I was missing out. Yeah. And it was weird because I knew that I'd got something better. Mm. But obviously it's not like my career hadn't developed yet. I didn't have a wife yet. Mm. 
I'm struggling, like mm. going through the salvation process. Like mm. God is sanctifying me. I'm being rebuked. I'm being put out of ministry. I'm mm. going up. I'm going down. Mm. All the time with this overwhelming thought, I can't leave this. It was weird because there was this thing of, I don't want to be here, but I can't leave here. Yeah. Would you say then that, uh, and as the Bible shows us, is, is that God picks us yeah. and he holds on to us? Definitely. Do you remember saying something to me? We had a conversation. It was along these lines years ago. It was around those times. Mm. And I remember you said, Kyle, you're ruined. Your eyes have been opened. Like, mm. there's no other way. And it was just like a conversation. It was like, mm. and you're like, you can't go. And I... That's, well, you're that, gonna go back to. Yeah. You're gonna go back to drugs. You're gonna go back to alcohol. You're gonna go back to who whatever. Who is it that says it? Is it John? And he says, but Peter. who else? Peter. And he says, who else has eternal life? Who hmm. else has eternal life? What I've can you do? That. Even if you get from today, you become a billionaire, and you no. get the nicest house, the nicest cars. No. You're richer than Floyd Mayweather, whatever. And then on the last day, you die. You're finished. And you take nothing with you, yeah. man. You take nothing with you. It's crazy. And I can testify through my life and through my level of revelation many now, times i can testify to that revelation yeah and so it's always my question when people like you see like some people go through stuff oh leave god but that doesn't exist in my logic as mm. str as much as i struggle mm. i've never once thought i'm gonna leave god mm. not like it doesn't exist i don't understand how that comes to people's thought process i understand thinking of doing a sin mm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the idea of leaving God, God is different. Is like, what God do you know? Mm. Like, who? What do you just get on a hype? Mm. Where are you gonna go? Where are you going? Where are you I, going? I still remember the last rave I went to, and I remember just sitting there and being like, "It's tapping." I was telling these guys, I was just like, I sat there and I sat by the DJ roof the whole night, just in the back, didn't do nothing, just sat there, and I was just like, "This is it's dead." Everyone's just doing. It. I'm just like, "This is so dead." So I can't be here. So let's let's um. Two questions, and then we're going to talk a little bit about marriage. Two questions. Yeah. One question is, what would you say has been the hardest lesson to learn? Being saved so young, you know, uh, well, I mean, you say it's pretty young, 18, 17, mm. 18. What would you say is the hardest lesson that you've, you know, we're still learning lessons. Yeah. Not things like, I'm st things I'm still learning, but things that you was like, well, that was a battle, man. Getting over that one. That when I, Once I got over that one. Do you, do you know what it was for me? Like, not to toot our own, our own horn, but in the world, we was kind of like the cool kids. Mm. So for me personally, it was like everything that made us cool in the world mm. made us like super neeks in the church. Mm. So for me, I personally found that hard. I don't think I've even really express, mm. expressed that to Carl like that, mm. but that was probably my, my hardest battle. It's like you go from this and you're trying to get money, you're trying to get girls, you're trying to do this, 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 and people praise you for it. Mm. Then you come into the church and it's like, Repent of it. Yeah, like you're sleeping around with girls and this, and then you're seeing other people that may have not come from the same background as you. Mm. Um, so in your mind, you're like, they ain't, they ain't been for what I've been through. Mm. And um, they're exhaling in the things of God. And you're like, well, I've been here and I love God, so so why not me? So I kind of felt like a resentment a little bit. Mm. It was like, yeah, this is long because these people accept me. And then in, in church, I didn't really feel, it got to a point, I knew everyone loved me, mm. but it got to a point, it's like, I'm being told off the things that I thought were cool. Mm. That was my thing really. Mm. There's there's a, there's many lessons, like based, the first one along the lines of what you just said is, we come from an area like, it's weird. We're a small area. Mm. We feel ourselves, meaning like we don't rate no one. Yeah. We think we're we think we're the guys in everything. And that's just our area, it's our culture. We grew up like that. So 
We don't respect people like from a perspective that we don't think no one's better than us. So pride is everything. Mm. Do you understand? It's all about your pride. Mm. As long as a man hasn't disrespected you, you're good. Mm. So that comes with money, that comes with everything. So yeah. like Kenny said, so the big thing is, is now certain times you've got to let things slide. Could mm. be small, could be big. There's mm. that. Then there's like, we come from an area where everyone likes to banter and very harsh and Super. no one can hold feelings. Yeah. Mm. So you, you're thinking, I'm Christian now, let me tell yeah, you down. Yeah, you can't. And you're saying it. things that I would let me just give a percentage, twenty percent intensity of relative to what you used to do. Mm. Man a man is still it. complaining. Yeah. Then and you're, you're like you're getting it. rebuked. Yeah. And then yeah, you're yeah. like, bruv, I didn't even say nothing. Like, and then so there's that. And it's like, it's that like, bruv, I just don't fit in with the these people. They're was, just odd. Yeah. Mm. What you realise is is that your circle is a very small percentage of the world. Yeah. yeah. So because you spend all of your time around people like yourself. Yeah, you don't. You think everything you do is cool. Norm. Yeah, that's everyone's the norm. like that. That's yeah. good. Mm. Of course. Actually, like I always say to people, one of the interesting things about getting older is to be what they classify as a popular kid. Mm. Actually, makes you the minority. Yeah. The majority are the everyone that fits in. Yeah. And so you realize that's why there's only a few of you. Yeah. <laughs> and usually people are like they don't like you. That's why they don't spend their time with you. You're there laughing at them with your friends. Ha ha. Yeah, and maybe because you're more willing to, I don't know, you're more violent, or someone with you is more violent then they might not say anything to you, but they don't like you. And so that logic has to be reversed. And then the biggest lesson was that you will always learn the lesson God's trying to show you. So like, you will always, always have to, there's no escape route. Oh, I understand. Like, so, so basically, if you've got to learn pride, you will you learn. Can't, yeah. You can't go around right. it. No, you will yeah. learn you, it. Yeah. You might be in a situation where you were supposed to humble yourself with that person yeah. and you yeah. kind of got around it. You wouldn't talk to them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but you're going to meet pride down it's the it's, road. it's yeah. coming. It's the coming. lesson. And so the thing is, is so what happened with me, yeah, I thing, constantly yeah. was getting, I was dropping. I was constantly falling, I should say. So I'd, I'd grow and then another lesson I didn't want to learn and I'll hit it. It's like a stumbling block. It kept hitting. Mad, yeah. And so I was frustrated. And again, I'm in this position of, I can't go. I don't want to learn, mm. but I can't leave. Mm. Yeah. And since that pastor's told me that, the Bible says it, I've heard it in a sermon, but I don't want to do it. And so I'm hitting these stumbling blocks on a regular basis. So what would you... Okay, so really what we're identifying there is, is that you're saved, but now God is changing you. Yeah. You're finding it hard to change. Yeah. So You don't want to let go of what is comfortable, yeah. what has become sure. your identity. Yeah. 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 If you let go of your identity, then mm. what are you? To this day... Are you I a neek? It. Are yeah. you a waste man? Yeah. Yeah. If you let go of this identity, because this identity has yeah. been built up yeah. of being cool, of being, I don't know, hard, of being a guy that, listen, no one don't muck about with me. Mm. And so when you come into the church now and God is changing that because God is saying, that's full of pride. That's full of arrogance. There's no love in that. I can't use that. Yeah. And so like Kenny said, you, things that would make you up in the world, mm -hmm. they make you down in the kingdom yeah. and the things that make you down in the world make you, you up in the kingdom. kingdom. Yeah. Like to be humble on yeah. road is to be the guy that everyone's going to take liberties with. Yeah. But to come into the church and be yeah. humble, we promote you. Yeah. And so it's that change. Mm. It's learning that, that change. And that's where people are going to struggle is you've got to be willing to change. Yeah. The thing, like, like you just said, the thing is, is the currencies are different. Yeah. And I think within your preaching as well, you was very good at showing us this. Yeah. We don't care. So we would always, what I like, what I've always liked is that you would never downplay, 
yeah. ambition. So you wouldn't make it, it's not demonic to mm. be ambitious. It's mm. not demonic That's to it. like nice things. Mm. However, we don't care if you've got it or you ain't. Yeah, just don't and come so before God. Thank God, yeah, and cool. this is God, but also I'm, I'm a bit like this naturally, which obviously God created me to be, but I'm not a judgmental person, meaning I'm not going to be like, I don't want to roll with you because you're Niki. Mm. Like, you might annoy me because you're like, bruv, you just don't get it, but I'm not going to not roll with you because you're not what's perceived yeah, yeah. to be cool. And so what was shallow. it? Yeah, I'm not shallow like I'll that. I don't see like life that, like that. It's, what, it's yeah. what the person is. Yeah. And so within the church, what we had was cool people. People that were real. Yeah. You yeah. understand? At the time, it was like a family. Proper family. It's a family. We used to do everything together. Eat together, go out everywhere. Everything. Yeah, 30 people in the church, do everything together. So what, what, what made you, because what, what was the thing that made you understand that when we said, um, but the Bible says this, mm. you would do it. You would be like, okay, because what I remember very early on, you guys wouldn't argue with the Bible. John yeah. 1 1. Yeah. Clearly. So. If you remember, one of my, so for me, everything, I'm a, I need to understand what I'm doing. So I can remember as, as extreme as I wouldn't say amen because I, I don't know what it means. Mm. So until I understood what amen said, I'm, so I'm not saying it because everyone else says it. Mm. And so I remember asking you why Jesus was God. Because if you remember, I had a family member that was Jehovah Witness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so we'd go through this John 1, 1, where in the Jehovah witness fake bible it would say a god and actually the greek doesn't translate to that yeah so i remember being taught that and so once i was told the word is god i knew that the word is god mm. so everything in that word mm. has to be you agreed with so okay I, my approach was always i just don't understand it versus it may be wrong okay it's yeah, always yeah, been yeah, the yeah, same yeah 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 yeah. and what with you kenny it was more again as i said i've come from more of like a religious background so I had an understanding already, like kind the of- The Bible is the word of God. Yeah, Bible's the word of God. And, and I, I did believe it. So I, obviously living it might be one different thing, but yeah. I, I, I definitely- You didn't uh, doubt it. Yeah, I didn't doubt it, yeah. He was like, this is the word of God. Yeah, and, definitely. And, and that type of thing. Yeah. So, okay. So um, where did you guys get this word marry man? <laughs> it, was, it was a joke like amongst our friends. Like literally, if you saw a guy with a girl to kind of put pressure on him, to make him play it cool. But it's more than that. It is, like, but I'm like, just trying to... Who made that word up? Is I don't it, know. It's just, it just, I don't know. It just, just kind of... It birthed basically itself, Basically, it's like man. giving... It, like, just like my man had bought the girl the jacket. Way too you think much, them man. days, he's not like he's working. Mm. So that's that's whatever. That's EMA money. Yeah. So he you're saying all money. the EMA Because the jacket was expensive. Money. That's why we were laughing. It's like, brother, he bought her that jacket. And it's like, it's not even like he's got money like, like that. Come on, man. You're a married man. Yes. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's basically, you're treating a girl like you're married to her. And it's yeah. like, bro, it's not even like And that. remember, we think marriage is a negative thing already. Yeah, okay, yeah so. he's marrying that. Yeah. So, so and, and now you're both married? <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Yeah. 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 How long, okay, so... Um, when did you got married first? I did. You did, didn't so it? But what, I uh, would be married. So wait a minute. Hold up. Let's let's just say is that um, you 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 both um, knew or met yeah. or was introduced to yeah. your wives outside of church. Yes. Yeah. You both brought them to church yes. and they got saved. Yes. We used to call that. <laughs> okay, we won't say that. Yeah, 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 do it yourself. Do it yourself. No, but mine wasn't intentional. Nah, yeah, no problem. Let's not go into details. And so, okay. And then, um, so you both do that. And then, uh, really, uh, both of your wives got saved really within months of each other, would it have yeah. been? They yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. worked right yeah, next to each got, other. Yeah, they got saved within months of each other. 
and then you pretty much started dating around about the same time. Yeah. On the same day. Yeah. Funny yeah. Enough. Yeah? yeah. Yeah. Dating the same day. Yeah, you okay. Gave us the go ahead. And then you got engaged. Yeah, that was same a great event. On the same day. <laughs> the last night of conference. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you're fast in it. I would have done it on my own. I mean, that was a great event. Yeah, nah, it was so, good. <laughs> and when was that? What what year was that? 2013. Yeah. We got engaged. Uh, the, the, it, was it was the end, fr- yeah. Friday night of the Revive conference. conference yeah, it was in that big warehouse the building. warehouse building. Yeah. And it was over to the right. Yeah. At the back, I remember. Everybody went around you guys. And mm-hmm. so, um, and then you got married the same year. Mm. The following year. But like, no, well, the same, same year. year. Means oh, sorry. Yeah, the yeah, same yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You got married, what, what was it? Like three weeks, five weeks? You got married in Feb. I got married in March. Yeah. Okay, so it was like five. Yeah, yeah. four or five weeks. Four or five weeks of yeah. each other. And so you've been married how long now then? Five years next month. Five years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, um, uh, uh, and, and so you've been married five years. Yeah, yeah. What would you? What what wisdom would you <laughs> give us after f- just quick wisdom? What have you learned after five years of marriage? How old was you when you got married then? Twenty four. Yeah. Twenty four. Yeah. Okay. So pretty young. young. That's crazy. Yeah. Pretty young. Twenty four. I got married. Um. I mean, that's yeah. Because you think. I never think th- about that. That is it's crazy. Yeah. That is. About eight years younger than I was. That's mad, yeah. I didn't get married till I was 31, I think, or 32. I guess that's 30 or something. Like quick, yeah. yeah. Okay, so five five years yeah, yeah. in the game. Mm-hmm. What 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 nugget of wisdom would you give us? Um that you've learned. Same from a perspective of how your mind was. Yeah. Like coming into church, ah oh, girls, da, 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 yeah. To being uh not just a uh, um married, a father. Yeah, of course. Yeah, what would, what would your nugget be? Um, again, like, so, again, my, my biggest thing was, like, relationships and not really being in that arena. I kind of wanted to really separate myself from that. Mm. And what I was going to say before, your wife's actually, she had a picture of me and Carl taking, like, an oath never to get married. Like, in Nando's, I, that's I still that's remember it. We loved that. Yeah, we loved yeah. it. Like, I, I, but I believed it in my heart. Like, I'm not even kidding I wasn't you. on it. Yeah, like, so it. anti it. But then, obviously, like through the word of God and understanding how to treat these women, these must be amazing women, man. I listen. They must be amazing. Think about it. <laughs> they, you guys weren't on it. Yeah, they got you on it, man. Version. I know what it is. It was that. It was that. That the year they came, you preached that mad love life series. That love life series. I'll never forget it. And something in me, that series said, I think I could do it. It ch- it changed. I didn't know if I could do it. I used but, to hate love life. Yeah, it's annoying. I find like, it interesting. Like the girls liked us. I was like, bro, if I stone it here, what about this? Yeah, it's a bit. It. For how we was and our, our, our mindsets towards marriage at that time, mm-hmm. you know, going through the whole transition of understanding and God softening your heart. Jeez, even as a Christian, as a single man, you know, and I remember being successfully single and then this, that, and the third, and how we should treat women, then going up to the Love Life series to then ev- eventually meeting our, our, our wives. Like, in now, I can't even believe how poisoned my mind was. Because again, but also I do say that it's, it, the stuff that I see and that I've witnessed outside of like marriage or not being saved and how the, the relationship between a man and a woman, I completely mm. understand why I wouldn't want to get married because mm. the values are so messed up. Mm. Like people are disposable. It's mm. if, I, if, you know, if we're not getting along or you get on my nerves and no matter how she's a bit of eye candy, all right, cool, I can just dash it to the side. There's, there's, there's no foundation as to why you would want, need to stick with somebody. Mm. Hence the reason why people can be married for 
10, 20 years or engaged for 10, 20 years, never get married. And then next minute is, oh, it just didn't work out. We didn't get married. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But, but sorry to cut you, what's interesting, like, it's very relevant to now. So Jeff Bezos is going through this divorce of his wife. I don't know if you've seen this. So she's set to get $68 billion. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, so yeah. we were debating yesterday. Someone I was debating was with some colleagues. It. Mm. It's crazy. My colleagues are like, what did she do? And so to give you an understanding of how much I've changed, I said, she deserves it. Mm. She deserves the half. Mm. She's worked with him. And he was like, She's, what do you yeah. mean? She didn't make them. I said, she deserves yeah, the course. half. Yeah. She deserves it all. And he's like, what you? I said, blood, they're married. Mm. And yeah. so... To give definitely you a change. That's, that's a change. <laughs> From married man 68 to 68 billion. That's de definitely, you wouldn't even buy an Avex <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there you go. You see what I'm it saying? Shows, and so though, to yeah. give you an understanding is like, my nugget of wisdom is self has to like, self has to go. Mm. Yeah. Self has to go and you have to be responsible, man. Mm. Yeah. See like, for ages, see a man like, a man, most of us just live with our mums. Mm. So it's basically mum and us. Mm. And mum cares about us anyway. So mm. ultimately, it's just us. Mm. Everything's about us. Mm. Even if I go to my mum's house now, carve, eaten, drunk food. Yeah. And so that was me. Mm. And so everything was about <laughs> me until I got married. Then I realised, now I've actually, it's my responsibility to take care of this person now. Mm. Just like, and it's not even just, it might be money, it could, it, but it's more like an emotional covering. Mm. And you know, the Bible speaks about the covering and it's like, this is my responsibility. So the burden that I carry now, because I'm responsible and then now I've got kids on top of it. That's a weight. So, so yeah. So, uh, Ava. Yeah. How old is Ava now? She's three. Three? Yeah. And so, and how many, how old? Tell us how many. Three. 20. Three. Three. Three under three. Three under three. And you only just started. Yeah. What are the ages? So, Kyla is three and the twins are two in three months. My days. Yeah, I had twins. And so now you you and so you you're just seven more and then you finished. <laughs> I'm, I'm out, of the game. out of the game you already. Yeah. Tired, You've man. tapped out. He's He's lying, man. You've tapped out. Okay, more. so we're gonna close off with this. Yeah. This is good. So um we've come full circle. Yeah. Four what do you say, five years married yep. this year. Mm -hmm. Uh beautiful children, yeah. uh beautiful wives, mm. uh um serving God and so we'll finish in a second but one of the things is coming I look back now and I think how blessed I was that you guys got saved mm. at that in the beginning of my ministry because when you think about it through Kenny so many people came to church mm. so I mean literally we could probably I don't want to overestimate, but I could easily say there's 70 people in church. Probably more. Probably more. Yeah. There could easily be 70 probably people that more. are connected. Yeah, probably more. Back to yeah. you. Yeah. Me meeting you on that day. Yeah. And yeah. God saying, and, and me realizing, hold up, this guy's a big fish. And praying and God bringing you. And it just shows you that uh, all you need is one person, mm. the right person. Do you know what's um, interesting about the situation? The day you met Kenny... I don't want to say the guy's name, mm. but he was with another person. Yeah. The person's in jail today. Wow. Yeah, you got so that. So you think there's two years. people, two people. Yeah. And one, basically, you witness to both. Yeah. But one makes the decision yeah. to kind of, and, you know, it plays out that way. One is now here married with kids. The other one's in prison. Tonight, you go home to your bed. Mm -hmm. yeah. You go home to your house. You shut the door. Yeah. And you can come out and go out and come in and go out anytime you want. Yeah. yeah. And other young men tonight. 
They're not. And they're no different from us. No See, different. The thing is about this, I just want to make sure I don't come across like I'm judging. These men are no different. We're all the same. All of yep. us. We're all the same. All you're talking about is people that just made a decision. To, to allow Christ allow God. Mm. to take control of their life rather yeah. than them making a mess of it. And even mm. like, to even exaggerate even more, emphasize is that it wasn't even like we were like, yeah, we're just going to be Christian. We just decided like, God, please just do something, do something with us. Yeah. We'll just listen to the best of our ability. Yeah. Mm. And his patience, he held us. Yeah. Many times. Like yeah, I was yeah, yeah. on the brink. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was on the really, brink. I would say that you, you stuck with it. Yeah. yeah. And if you stick with it, that's what's key. God will get you there. hundred yeah. percent. If you stick with it. Don't matter where you're from, don't matter what you can't do, you don't fit in, mm. or you think no one don't love you here, or it's not working here, or you're missing out, or yeah. whatever. You've made a hundred mistakes. You've you've been in and out of ministry, in and out of church, you've been rebuked. Stick with Jesus Stick with him, and he will get you there yeah. in, in, in the end. I agree. And so, okay, so if you was to go back in a time machine yeah. and you was to meet your 18-year-old self, mm-hmm. other than buy a property mm-hmm. or, <laughs> or Bitcoin. Especially yeah, then. Yeah, 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 <laughs> other, other than property and Bitcoin. Yeah. From a perspective of wisdom, Mm. Or think about it now. There's men in our church now who are like 18, 19, yeah. 20. What, what wisdom would you give them? What would you give them? Um, After 10 years of being a Christian, 10 years being in the same church, what would you go back and tell them? Give themselves to the word of God. Like definitely, I think reading my Bible was something that I, I struggled with for ages. Mm. Um, giving themselves to the word of God, God giving them th- themselves to the things of God. And being around God, um, God's people, that's why I, I love another level because it helps them to engage. Mm. Um, and also, I was speaking to like Kian and David recently just about accountability. So um, no matter through all the madnesses that we might have done coming up, at one point we just decided to be. And I remember you used to challenge us with it as well. It's just about being accountable to one another mm. and making sure, like you said, there's no snitches in the kingdom. But still, it's those. It's for those reasons why I'm still here now. Because we was able to, whether someone agreed or not, we was able to pull each other up or just to be like, no, I'm serious. I, I care about you. Be on it. Because think about it. Those moments where Karma might have not told you where, where I was at whatever time. Who knows where I could have been now? Mm-hmm. I could have been anywhere. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So accountability, give yourself to the word of God and the things of God. But just, just yeah, just give yourself to those things, really. Mm-hmm. I think. My, my advice is this thing works, man. Like... This Jesus works. Mm. He works. Like, it's amazing because we don't have enough time. I would finish the whole of YouTube streaming and all of everyone's data if I spoke about how many things he's done in my life. Of course. And I love to illustrate the point that he uses someone like me who's the least likely. Mm. Because I feel like everything I've accomplished, he has allowed me to accomplish because it just further reveals how gracious he is. Amen. And the second thing is I would say, is extreme. You need to be an extreme Christian. Yeah. Throw yourself into every aspect the deep of Christianity. Mm. No half-heartedness. Throw yourself in. Throw yourself into church. Throw yourself into the word. Throw yourself. I remember the day you told me I was an usher. I was honoured. Mm. I was honoured. It's crazy. That yeah. was like an MBE. Different. <laughs> when you, you told me we can make you ushers again. <laughs> listen, I, listen, I would usher. Mm. I feel no way. Listen, when I was on sound and packing chairs, what? I was on it. I had a responsibility in the church. You've been doing follow-up. You see, listen, my job's <laughs> okay now. I've done all right, but that that's not an honor. 
Mm. I get paid for what I put in mm. to serve in God's kingdom. And I'm not saying this to sound a certain way, but that's an honor. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? When I can give to someone, I can labor, I can help someone, someone I know can grow in Christ through my life, I'm honored. And Amen. so to me, this thing works, man. Mm. And so the thing that hurts me the most, and I'm, I'm sure this is what you would have seen with us, you'd say stuff like, you guys can accomplish more than me. Mm. Mm. You would say it. that and yeah, repeat we it. We're like, we talking, see it. Man. Yeah, the we guy's see just it. talking. Yeah. You'd be like, you're young, man. You still tell me I'm young. Yeah, shut up, Carl, you're young. So yeah. it's silly. And so I see guys now, and I'm like, these the guys are even thing. better than me. Way better. And yeah. I'm like, bro, you don't understand. Like, what took me five years could take you one. They're ready. And so I'm just already, desperate. Man. I'm yeah. desperate for these guys to just get it. Yeah. Do you like, see what I'm saying? I'm like, mm. come on, let's not debate about the small. Just get it. Just get on with it. Jump in. Like, Believe me, bro, like, I'm not here to try and tell you something for my benefit, bro. Yeah. Like, just believe me, because you will, you will see it. Yeah. And so when you see guys, I'll name them, like, Kiara, like, David, Rico, Martin, Olu. You see these guys, and they're just, key, you're like, key, look what God guys. is doing with them, man. Mm -hmm. These guys, they come in, they look good. Mm. Me and Kenny bought baggy trousers, our baggy Scan. shirt. We didn't look like them. Ooh, sharing shirts. And so we're looking <laughs> at them, and we're thinking, bro, like, this is... This is what God can do. Yeah. And there's many more. Amen. And so for me, my advice is this thing works and throw, throw yourself, yourself in. into every, every aspect of Christianity. Amen. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. So 10 years, got you saved, mm. got you baptized, mm. years. got you into ministry, yep. got you discipled, Still got you engaged, got you married, yep. married you. Of course. Dedicated your children. Yeah. October's coming. <laughs> last, last, no pressure. Last. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> hey, no let's let believe God. God, yeah, believe who, God. Who knows what God can do in the next ten years? Yeah, it's true. It's oh. gonna be amazing. Yeah. In Jesus' name. We can we can end with your thing. <laughs> Acceleration. Do you remember? Of course. Acceleration. <laughs> Guys, thank you. Yes. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, we we'll believe God. Amen. Yes. Amen. More disciples this yes. year.